Episode, what episode is this? 235. Fuck, I was going to say 235. <laughs> Always go with your first mind. Episode 235, Serious Rap Shit Podcast. I'm John, your host. I'm Josh, your other host. Word, word. Happy birthday, bro. Thank you, brother. Thank you. We are recording brother. this. Yeah, recording this on your birthday. It's crazy. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when people complain, look, I'm out here recording <laughs> on my birthday. You know what I mean? Why why the podcast go up late? Why are you guys talking about feminism? <laughs> My man came in on his birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of had to consider it. I was the reason we didn't record last week because I was just like, oh, shit. not in a mental place to do it last yeah. week. You know what I mean? Um, like, I've been uh, trying to practice that sort of thing more when I just don't feel it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being like, hey, I can't do this right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And being like easy on myself. I push through a lot. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to be dramatic, but I push through often. Yeah, absolutely. And lately, yeah, 2023, that's like my new shit. Being like, hey, I don't want to do this right now. Yeah. Or I can't do this right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And keep it moving. The world never falls apart with you saying no, no you- or, or later. And that's something like... I've really had to learn, yo. Like, sometimes if you say no, the world's not going to fall apart. Yeah. Like, I, you know, and, you know, mean. you were perfect when I hit you up last week. Like, yo, bro, can we just record, like, next week or some shit? Like, you were like, yeah, cool, no problem. Um, mm-hmm. And you were like, yo, you good? And I was just, because I said to you, I was like, yo, man, I'm just not in a mental place for it. Like, I, I was down already. Um, I was mentally drained. And, like, then all the shit with the Tyree Nichols stuff and then like leading up to the fucking video and I knew how bad that was going to be. So like just that like was building up in my heart and like just to thinking about like, oh, we're just going to re-traumatize ourselves and blah, blah, blah. Then mm-hmm. we had three mass shootings last week and guess what? No one's even talking about it anymore. Like I just, yeah. I'm, yeah. I was mentally worn down. Like just, just thinking about that shit. Then this week, there was a, a threat of a shooting at my daughter's school and a threat of a bombing mm. at her school. Like the same two did through two threats were called in on Monday and like, dog, my fucking heart felt like it was going to like beat out of my chest. It was like <sighs> thumping so hard and so fast. And yeah, like the fact that this is like a, a, a regular occurrence now, like I, I just, it, it, it was a lot, man. It was a lot of, it was a lot on me mentally. And like, like you said, man, like, that's a real thing, bro. Like, if you don't feel it, just say no, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the world's not going to stop. The world's not going to, like, fall apart. Like, everything will just keep moving, man. Like, so when you need rest or you need, like, some mental clarity, take it, man. Take it for real. Yeah. Because, you you know, if you push through, you might be able to get the job done. Yeah. But are you really going to be at your best? Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't ain't no guarantee that you even, you know, this thing that you really want to do or you feel like you have to do, you know, for work or family or friends or whatever, you could push through all of this, like, 
if your body is not right or your spirit's not right or your mind's not right, you could you could chalk it up and just go do it, and then it could fucking suck. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? You could, Absolutely. You could not. You could have a, a bad time doing it, and then the final product could not be good. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And that's what I think Why about even too. Risk it? That's how I was like, oh man, like I'm gonna be super low energy and like just not into it. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. Like, you know what I mean? Then I got to like, then I'm basically like handing off heavy lifting to you for like shit. And I'm just like, nah, let's just reschedule. You know what I mean? And, and we'll come back at next week and just come back stronger. And um, yeah, man, like I, you know, I feel better this week, even after Monday and shit. Like just mentally, I'm in a little better of a place, uh, you know, Last week was one of those weeks where I like I lost faith in the world type thing where I'm just like this place yeah. is a fucking shit show man and I don't like I'm like I, I saw because I just like I saw that other did you see the other video with the um the disabled ball that they shot oh shit no so he is a um I don't I forget where it was but it was a, I think it was Atlanta I might be or Georgia it might be I might be wrong though on the place. But there was like a disabled, um, older white dude. I, actually, I say older, but I think he was like forty-four. So like, mm-hmm. I don't think he was that much older. Um, but he was like a, a disabled dude or whatever. Um, uh, and like, you hear the cops. The video, like the video that I saw, was of the inside of his apartment. He had like a camera inside his apartment, and mm-hmm. you can hear the cops on like the other hand saying, "Come out, come out," uh, saying the boy name or whatever. And like he's getting out of bed, and like he's kind of like walking with a limp toward the door, and you see him like pick up the uh, like something with a light on it on the ground. It was a camera that they like threw into there to like see the inside of the building. The cops had threw it in, so like he wow. picked it up and had it yeah. in his hand. And, like, not knowing what it was. So he walked over to the door and shit. And, like, as he opens the door, they just open fire and start shooting him. So come out. Bang, bang. Yeah. And, like, he gets shot twice. He, like, pushes his wife out of the way. Or girlfriend. I'm not, you know, I don't his partner. Out of the way. And, like, pushed her out the way. And gets shot twice. And they write it up as... He came out and started fighting, like arguing with the cops, and had something mm-hmm. in his hand. So that's why they shot him. Mm-hmm. They but, good for that shit. Yeah, if it wasn't for the camera he had at his own house, no one yeah. would have known. Yeah, and it's just like I saw that video. Then knowing the Tyree Nichols thing was gonna come, I was just like, I was gone, bro. Like I just was gone yeah. mentally and just like stressed and like, Too much. yeah, man, like. I just was looking at shit and I'm just like, yo, in this fucking world, then there's the mass shootings and all this shit. And it's just like, and, and like I said something, um, I said something to my mom about the mass shooting stuff. And she was just like, I said something to her the other day when it, when, when in, not, uh, not a school was, uh, when it was going, well, not shooting, but like just the threats or whatever. Mm-hmm. I said something, my mom was like, yeah, you know, just unfortunately, like it happens all over, blah, blah, blah. I was like, no, it doesn't happen all over. It happens here. Yeah. <laughs> all over this country. <laughs> like, right. it happens here. Like, this is the mm-hmm. only place it happens. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, no other place in the world has mass shootings on a, you know, a daily uh, uh, occurrence. Yeah. Yeah, this shit is really... Uh... Yeah, like you said, it's 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 like daily, I guess statistically. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like Yeah. It's it's uh it's disheartening and you know, 
it's crazy because uh, we're at a gridlock about this because of capitalism. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If there were no moneyed interests keeping, you know, all these guns in, in circulation and not regulating them, you know, we wouldn't have as much of a problem. I think that America has like a fundamentally violent culture, mm-hmm, you know definitely. what I mean, which which leads to this kind of stuff. You can't, historically, you can't create a country based on genocide or attempted genocide and slavery and violence and brutality and expect. That's the ingredients you made the cake with. Yes, exactly. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You can't expect historically uh, for a change unless you know, you really get to, like, the root of the shit. But we're not even, like, prepared for that. You know what no, I'm saying? They just like, a political of, level, culturally, anything. They just got rid of AP African-American studies classes in Florida. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Like, we don't even want to talk about, like, our, our, our own history in this country. Like, they don't want to talk about it. And yeah. then they go, like, yeah, well, you know, like, it's like, yeah, man, like, until you address, like, it, it's like, you know, if it's it's cancer, man, like, you know what I mean? Unless you remove the cancer, like, it's just going to keep spreading, dude, like, you know what I mean? And that's yeah. what it is. It's, it's a cancer on a system. We, you know, like, you can't technically say, like, the, the violence in the country is gone because it's obviously not. But, like, you know, we still export imperialism all over the world. Like, all that shit, like, has impacts all over the place and comes back at home. Like, you know what I mean? Um, You know, like we're just never gonna, you know, truly address, like you said, like, you know, you bake a cake with shit, like it's going to taste like shit, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's no getting around it. You know what I mean? And that's what we are. Like, you know, we're a country based on, based on bloodshed and you know we it'll never the cake will never not taste like you know bloodshed because that's what the the ingredient was that made it right Right. so and now you can't even teach that nah now you can't even say that like (laughs) it's crazy and that's the thing too i think like all that shit dude just and you know what it was and i I caught myself doing it so i I removed myself but then i I got into the doom scroll of like twitter and all that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff and i was just like I don't want to do this. So let me right. remove myself. You know what I mean? And I like removed myself, didn't watch too much news stuff, all that kind of shit. Like, and then when the video dropped, I obviously just like removed myself completely. Cause I'm just like, first, I don't need a video to tell me police are violent and yeah. shit like that. Like I don't need video for that. So, um, and I don't need to see someone be beat to death. Like I just don't man. Like yeah. at this I, point, yeah, I have an aversion to, I, like, I'll watch a movie and see somebody get their arm broken. I'll be like, ooh, we, like, grab my arm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and that's a movie that I know is fake. You know what I yeah. mean? To watch a dude get beat and cry for his mother, like, I don't want to see that, man. Like, you no. know what I mean? I don't need any confirmation. No. If a motherfucker, if a motherfucker say that a cop did anything. I believe it. <laughs> like a motherfucker. <laughs> Like a motherfucker, I believe that shit. The last time I watched, I said to myself, I'm sorry, I'm not looking at this shit anymore. The last time I watched a video like that, I think I saw Philando Castile. Um, I was going to say, I think that's the least, last one I saw. That's the brother that was in yeah. the car, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was yeah, the last one He was in the car with his, uh, his lady and his yes. kid, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I believe um, so. But it was a video before that 
where uh, something had happened where the cops, something had happened where the cops had killed somebody, and then like a few days later, they shot a homeless man in L.A. I saw that, and they one had too. the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember watching that shit, and I said to myself, I watched it on Facebook, and I said to myself, I was like, I'm not looking at this shit anymore. Nah. I'm not looking at this shit anymore. So, yeah, like, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm not putting that on my psyche. My psyche already knows that it's it's happening. You know what I'm saying? I'm not watching a video of that shit. Yeah, I I, I have a hard time with with shit like that and, like, that's because that shit just like stays in my head, man. Like, you know, I've, I I can't get over just watching shit like that. Like, my brain just doesn't like turn that off and go on to the next thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, you gonna hold it in there? Yeah, and like, so I just don't want to do it. Like, and, and like you said, it's not because I'm like, oh man, like you know, like I don't know, like I know that cops are fucking, you know, animals. So like, I'm not worried that like, oh, if I don't see the video, I won't know what happened and also because like a lot of times i think people want to see the video because they want to see like well what 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 really happened it's like it doesn't matter he didn't do anything to deserve to be beat to death like there was nothing that dude did to deserve to get beat to death and so that video is not going to show me anything that i don't need that i need to know yeah these motherfuckers know how to peacefully arrest white people yeah you know what i'm saying it's no there's no uh you know, magical circumstance in which you're going to watch one of these videos and then brutalizing some black person and say, oh, damn, that brother was tripping. Unless you're a complete asshole. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You're going to watch that shit. It's going to trigger you. You're going to be upset. You're going to think about all of the black men and boys in your life that that shit could Mm -hmm. happen to. You know what I'm saying? That shit's not going to, that shit's not going to convince you. And it ain't, you know, we know now that video evidence don't mean much. Yeah, exactly. To, you know, uh, when in regards to these police being uh, sufficiently punished, I remember when the Rodney King video happened. I was twelve years old when that shit you were in middle uh, school. was like, yeah, that shit was like sp- spreading like a motherfucker. Yeah, and I remember older people saying they got it on video. This yes, time. I, yeah, 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 they yeah. They've been they've been doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Amiri Baraka was writing about that shit in the 60s. You see mm-hmm. the video, or the video, you see the uh, the old picture of Miles Davis in front of a, a jazz club with his head split open, mm-hmm. blood all on his suit. It's in black and white, but you can see it. Motherfuckers uh, been talking about how they been doing this shit. But when the Rodney King thing happened, people said, yo, they got it on tape. Mm-hmm. They did, and they acquitted the shit out of them cops. <laughs> and L.A., tore, they tore that fucking city up. That shit needs to happen every single time. Because mm-hmm. they don't understand no other nah. uh, language. They don't understand it? no other language. It's uh, Kwame Touré. It's like, you know, the only way you can react with nonviolence is if your fucking opponent recognizes that. Like, if yeah. they don't recognize anything but violence, what are you supposed to do? 
Right. You know Legislation what I mean? ain't working. No. Reform ain't working. No, the These Memphis motherfuckers. The Memphis Police Department had all the re- the liberal reforms that they talk about. Body cameras, mm-hmm. had a police force that looked like the police it was pl- the place it was policing and mm-hmm. blah blah blah. Like all that shit. All that the c- civilian review board. Mm-hmm. All that shit. Bias training and shit. Yeah. The the only reform I wanna say the only a reform measure that I think uh, could make impact over a long uh, long term is a civilian review, review board, but that has the uh, fuck. Now we getting into <laughs> we get into politics. A civilian review board that has the power to fire police officers. Mm-hmm. Not only with the the power to fire police officers, but a civilian review board of cops whose recommendation is a trigger to the DA, the DA has to prosecute. Mm-hmm. It can't be DA discretion because we know DAs are just They work hand cops. in hand, yeah. They cops in suits. You feel me? Law and order show you that shit. Yeah. The motherfuckers is, is buddy <laughs> buddy. You know what I'm saying? A civilian review board, if you've been found and they can't release, this shit gotta be anonymous because, you know, police, they show up at niggas' houses, you know what I mean, Who who oppose them. A civilian review board that has the power to fire uh, uh, police officers found guilty of, of uh, you know, malpractice, for lack of a better word, and their recommendation is an automatic trigger for the DA to prosecute. Mm-hmm. They cannot, like when you murder a motherfucker and the DA, you know, is, is pretty much compelled to, to uh, prosecute, it should be that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a reform measure that I could get behind. But all this other shit, you know, sending these fucking animals to bias training and all of that shit, that shit don't work. That shit also, don't fucking work. Also, take that shit when, when, when they do fuck up and they get sued, take that shit out of their pension fund. Yep. All yep. of a sudden... You'll start seeing a lot more motherfuckers being like, "Yeah, man, you gotta get rid of this dude because he gonna end up getting he gonna end up getting our money taken." Right. You know right. what I mean? Like, take that shit right out of their pension fund. So you know what I mean? That's yeah. that's the way I look at it. Like, yeah, fuck that. Take their money. You yeah. know what I mean? Because that's the thing. They sue the you know motherfuckers get hurt by cops. Sue the city and the taxpayers just pay that shit. The fucking city pays for it, and it's like. You know, the union and the cops see no real... No. And they get no pushback from anywhere else inside. Yeah. Um, I think we should uh, should roll into um, our topic for the week. Um, one of the greatest groups in the history of hip-hop, you know what I mean? Some would say Hands the greatest. Down. Yeah, yeah. Some would yeah. say the greatest group in hip-hop history. Maybe the most... Yeah. I would say maybe the most impactful... Like as far as you know, groundbreaking. Yeah, and I'll argue that. Yeah. I know a lot of you niggas in our age group don't like '80s rap. You know what I'm saying? A lot of y'all niggas, you know, late '30s, early '40s, y'all just listening to '90s all day. I'll argue for Run DMC as the most influential rap group. Absolutely. Any day of the week, I would also argue Sugar Hill Gang because you know, before Rappers Delight, what did you really have as far yeah. as recorded rap? So you know, that's that's a whole nother thing. Yeah, uh, but Run DMC will be performing their last concert as Run DMC um, in April at Madison Square Garden, which is fitting. You know, the Mecca, 
You know what I mean? Madison Square Garden, one of the the world famous place, you know, one of the biggest names in New York, having the last concert for Run DMC is very, very, very fitting. Um, it's mm. also going to be shot and used as like the climax for a documentary that they're working on. Ooh. I would watch the shit out of that. Yeah, I'm very interested. They said, the article I read, um, DMC said, it's very much in the style of the Defiant Ones, um, mm-hmm. that documentary that they were, it was on, was it, it was on Dre and Jimmy Iovine, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and I, listen, man, I thought that was a great documentary. I was really, like, I really liked that for stuff I had no idea about Jimmy Iovine. Like, you know what I mean? There was a lot of shit right. in there that I had no idea about Jimmy Iovine. So I, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. I and mean, yeah, if I any group, I mean, Run DMC, the first to tour, like they were the first group to like do a, a overseas tour. They were in like England and France and all that shit. So I, I'm really interested to see more than anything that see that documentary. Yeah. Yeah. If they do it right, uh, Run DMC, you know, they were like, you had a lot of stars, like the Cold Crush was stars. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Sugar Hill was stars. Run DMC, man, they might have been like the first, whatever this means, you know, like rock stars yeah. in rap. You know what I mean? Like their shit, uh, their imagery, that logo, all of that shit, how how their like style of dress influenced, you know, all these other young people that wanted to like dress like them and look like them. Uh, their sound, you yeah. know what I mean? Completely changed rap. Before Run DMC, a sucker MC's uh, came out in 1983. Rest in peace to uh, Larry Smith. Before Sucker MCs came out, you know, we were in like the live band era of rap. You know what I'm saying? They would the Sugar Hill live band. You would mm-hmm. have, you know, um, all these uh, groups who would rap, but you know, you'd have a band playing in the background. Do 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 do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like. Just replaying the breaks that they were playing in the park. Run DMC came out with Sucker MCs, and that shit was just drums. It was <laughs> drums and niggas rapping. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that shit, you know, we was little when that came out, you know, so I wasn't as conscious about what nah. was happening. I could imagine you go from Sugar Hill, The Cold Crush, and Treacherous Three, who was all, you know, doing their thing in their own way. But their their music was was very musical, you know what I'm saying? All of this shit. And then these motherfuckers come out with this hard shit and it's just drums. I imagine that shit was like the hardest shit in the in the universe. You know what I mean? Do, 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 you know what I mean? That shit yeah. coming out. So Run DMC really uh in a lot of ways closed the door on that older era from yeah, the 70s absolutely. into the early 80s. They kicked off some new shit. And they then, were the you know, first evolution in hip hop. Like that first you know, if you if you're thinking about it where it's like what's that that thing of like the you know like a uh, ape and then like uh yeah, yeah, the, the Neanderthal. Yeah the chart. That's like they were the second leg of like what hip hop became. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they set the tone for like mid 80s like they were the the thing that set the tone for like the early but mid 80s yeah absolutely and like you know 
all of the stuff that came later, you know, was built upon that mm-hmm. shit. You know what I mean? All those records that like of our age group that yes. we was like really fucking with, all of that shit was was based on what Run DMC had done. You know what I mean? I, I'm I'm very interested in in you know, if I could if I could go to the show, I would go. You know, yeah, I mean? absolutely. I'm, like you said, I'm I'm very interested in this documentary. Uh rest in peace, Jam Master J. That's yes, still some shit peace. that like and that was mad years ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's still something that uh uh kind of like tugs at my heart when I think about it. Cause like these motherfuckers was icons when we oh, were yeah. kids. Yeah, like absolute icons. They were more by the time like we were around of like, you know, really getting our own taste in music and that kind of shit mm-hmm. and like what we loved, like they were icons already. Like they were already like, oh, these are like the legends <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean like they were the legends by the time yeah. we were already like getting around to listening to or get our own like style and what we wanted to listen to yeah dog you know what i would love to see and i've been thinking about this uh i would write it if i could for like uh okay player or some shit um i want an oral history of the down with the king video <laughs> I, that's been in my head since we started talking. You feel me? Because, like, you figure Run DMC, Down With The King was 93? I think so, yeah. Something like that. Um, You figure Run DMC had been rocking for a decade. In fact, he, uh, Run even, I think Run says it, uh, something like it had been going Down For With The decade. King for 10, oh, it is over 10 of them. That, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, they, you know, they were, and, and rap. I just was saying this the list the other day. Rap, you know, a year or two years in 80s rap was like five years mm-hmm. in contemporary rap. Just shit uh, was moving fast uh, with evolution. So Run DMC, they was old heads by the time Down With The King came out. They got Pete Rock, who was like the hottest producer in the mm-hmm. world. They got CL. And if you watch that video, dog, so many... Of the young cats mm-hmm. who were hot then are in that video. Naughty yep. by Nature's in that video. I was watching it. I've seen this video a million times. I was watching it, and there's one scene uh, where the camera like zooms in on Easy, and Easy just he got the glasses on. It got like the fro, the blowout shit. I wanted to cry though because <laughs> it, it was so beautiful. I was like, yo, all these motherfuckers came out. Red Man, like all these people came out. To show Run DMC love. love, yeah, you know what I mean. That shit, that shit tells you. Watch that video if you if you listening to this and you haven't watched Down with the King in a while. Watch that video and spot all of those people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tribe Called Quest is in it. All of those people came out and they were like, "Yo, we love these dudes. They coming back." Onyx is in it too, isn't they? Yeah, everybody in that yeah. right, in that fucking video. Everybody's in that video. That shit is beautiful. And if I could get, you know, all of those motherfuckers who were there, you know, the folks who were still alive, you know what I mean? And uh and get, you know, uh DMC and run and talk to them about that video, I would write the shit out of that. Yeah. And oral history. So much if you listen in. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you listen in and you know, you uh I don't know how many editors listen, <laughs> listen to this podcast. If you listen it, man, somebody somebody hit me up and and let's like 
let's do this shit. Cause like that shit, that shit's beautiful. And it's uh it was a big deal back then. I yeah. remember that. They were like, I remember people being like, oh, all the you know, young cats came to pay homage. But we haven't revisited that I know of. Uh we haven't revisited that in a while. Maybe um Rock the Bells has done it. I don't I don't know. Mm-hmm. But that's something I would love to write. Just like a history of Down with the King and all of those folks. What what that shoot was like and, and what it was like showing up and like all of those young cats paying homage to Run DMC. Yeah, I can't like that's I remember that that's one of those videos that I distinctly remember. Like I remember watching that when it like first popped up on like Rap City or some shit and being like, oh shit. Like, you know what I mean? Because like you yeah. said, they were already like legends by the time we were like listening by that time, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um I also remember like uh the shit with um uh, the Aerosmith. I couldn't think of Aerosmith. Yeah, I remember broke the broke the wall. Yeah, Mike stick. I remember watching that like be on V, like that was on like MTV when we were little kids. You know what I mean? And I remember watching. I was like, oh wow, like look at this. Because at that point, I knew Run DMC. I had no idea who Aerosmith was. I really didn't know who the fuck. Like they could have been a brand new band. I had no idea who they were. Yeah. Uh, my mom's not a big Aerosmith fan either, so it's not like she was ever going to play like Aerosmith in the crib. So like, I had no idea who they were, and I remember going like, "Oh, look, they like they're they're like jamming with this rock band, <laughs> like right. this, this random rock band Which, who I don't know." <laughs> you know, nowadays, like you know, you got like uh, what's my man Travis Barker? He yeah, show up and play drums for like Lil Wayne or some shit. That shit's super common now. Yes, it was that shit not common that. back in the day. That no. shit was not common. MTV, you think about it, until Michael Jackson, MTV wasn't even playing black people yep. videos, like black artists videos. So for Run DMC and this legacy band, you know, Aerosmith, to get together, and then you also had like the you had the, the racial dynamics, you had like the genre dynamics. Because yeah. rap, in a lot of ways in the 80s, there was still a lot of motherfuckers that didn't consider rap like real music, quote unquote. Oh, yeah, especially so, at that point. Because you're not talking like, you know, this isn't even, you know, fucking late 90s and shit. Like, you're talking like mid 80s, they did yeah. that shit. Like people still yeah. didn't think rap was a real thing. Yeah, that shit was, uh, you know, say what you will about the song, you know what I'm saying? But, like, that shit was, like, revolutionary. And, like, you think about it, uh, I don't know exactly how they came up with the idea to do that shit, but, like, Walk This Way is a breakbeat. Yeah. You play the beginning of that shit, it's like, it's a break. So, you know, I'm sure Bam was, like, playing that shit in the park. You know, Bam, like, was playing like all them rock records and shit. They took that. I'm sure they took that idea and was like, "Oh, let's take it to the next level." Yeah, and let's actually get fucking Aerosmith somehow and do this new version of this song. That shit was was completely, you know, left field for mm-hmm. you know for its time. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, they're they're flat out legends, man. Run DMC, like like I, I honestly, I think they're the first like icons of hip hop, like. Yeah. You know, um, there, especially like the start of like what you would consider more modern hip hop. You know what I yeah. mean? 
Um, yeah. But yeah, man, they, uh, I, I, like you said, I'd love to go to the show, but like, definitely, man, like, I can't wait to to see that documentary. I, that shit's going to be yeah. sick. Niggas got to hook us up with that show, the, with yeah. the tickets to that show, man. I'm, I'm tired of, you know, we out here, we rocking, not, you know, no hubris, you know what I'm saying, in me saying this. Why y'all niggas not hitting us with tickets to shit? Yes, we should be getting tickets. <laughs> you don't want us to come through, you know what I mean, looking good and smelling good, and then, you know, we come back and, and, and talk about it on the podcast? Like, yeah. come on, man. Someone break hit us off some tickets. Some, yeah, man, hit us with some tickets. Like, you know, I don't know. It's, I be thinking about this shit. I'm at a Sixers game last night that, you know, my my like we we paid to go yeah. to this shit. I'm like, yo, like what? Why we don't have court side seats? <laughs> why we, yeah, why we why we not? You know what I mean with the with the free tickets? I'll you take know, the I'll all... take the baseline joints by underneath the basket or something like that with my man Mark Lamont Hill down there. Like I sit down yeah. there. <laughs> man, Mark Lamont Hill getting money, man. <laughs> 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 get money, telling white people the truth, telling niggas the truth, <laughs> saying free Palestine. Yes, I, I love him. Shout I out fucking to love him. it. Shout out to him. Um, I think we should get to our new music for the week. Um, did you listen to anything new? Yeah. Uh, in, in keeping with, I think a, a couple times so far this year, I've uh, talked about non-hip-hop records. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I'll, I'll continue uh, that trend. But this week, I've been listening to Sunny War and her album, uh, Anarchist Gospel. Uh, Sunny War, she, she's uh, a guitar player. I think she's uh, based in Nashville, uh, but a singer and a guitar player. And this record uh, is all about like this dance between, you know, good and evil that kind of um, historically uh, characterizes like the blues, you know what I mean? Like the struggle. Okay. There's, there's even a line where uh, she says something about like, uh, the devil on my shoulder, he whispered to me when I'm weak, like something along those lines. But yeah, this shit is like, it's blues, it's country, it's rock and roll. Uh, she's a black woman doing all of this. Um, there's a lot of, it's, it's crazy, I was just saying it's the list. It's like a lot of, uh, yeah, I don't want to say young, but like, you know, young, you know, a range of, of ages, not no old heads, but like younger black artists doing like, really beautiful like country stuff i'm thinking like sunny war uh this guy buffalo nichols i've heard um, of him yeah, Alice, yeah, yeah. yeah he's he's fucking incredible i interviewed him a while ago um allison russell there's there's like a bunch of like young black folks doing like mm-hmm. real dope like like country like you can yeah. feel that shit and i'm sitting here listening to this uh this record and some of the more like country moments were like uh, I'm like, yo, am I like becoming like a country boy? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, some of the like harmonies and shit. I don't know, yo. I don't know if like uh, you didn't order some uh, cowboy boots off Amazon. Listen, you need to grab man, a package, really. <laughs> uh, I'm about to show up at the next function, like uh, fucking Brock Lesnar or some shit with like the cowboy hat on mm-hmm. and like some shit kickers. But yeah, it's like um, this. This record is absolutely gorgeous. Like, you know, the rock aspects of it are like heavy. You know, the blues is is real deep in it. Like, she has uh, an incredible voice. She she does a version of um, 
the Dion Ferris song from uh, Love Jones. Penny with a hole the in joint. it? Yeah. The Ooh, hopeless. that's my shit. Dog, it's, it's fucking gorgeous. It's oh, absolutely okay. I'm, gorgeous. I'm definitely so, checking that out there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's my shit. It knocked me out. It, it absolutely knocked me out. It wasn't, she wasn't on my radar. She's been making records for a, a, a while mm-hmm. now. But it, it wasn't on my radar. You know, somebody sent it to me, and I was like, yo, this shit is really, really good. But yeah, Sunny War, Anarchist Gospel, that's the shit I've been fucking with this week. Word, I'm definitely checking that out. Definitely yeah. checking that out. Um, I checked out uh, an artist's name is... Um, I don't... I'm not sure how... Like, I would pronounce this as all right, as A-R-D... All right, yeah. ads, but that's I don't know if that's just not like a Philly thing. <laughs> so Some Philly shit, yeah. Um, and he on the record only refers to himself as ads, A D S, so or A D Z. So like I don't know like if there's a like if he pronounces that other like a the art part different, but art and for me art ads A R D A D Z. Um, he's a British rapper. Uh, out of South London, out of Lambeth, uh, same area as my man Young's Teflon, um, and this dude is tough. It's a it's a mixtape mm. uh, called Underdog. He's had he's put out records in the past. I I never heard of him. Um, he was up on my I guess the algorithm was working, and it was just like, oh, you listen to a lot of like British drill music. You might like this dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like it was just with suggestions. So I, I started I listened to the record and I was like, yo, I really like this. I'm gonna go hit up his pack catalog. It's a really good record called Underdog. Um and it's it's so good, man. The beats are really dope. Um he's really dope. Um really talented artist, really talented rapper and like I definitely think folks should check him out. Um, Underdog is the name of the record. All right, ads. It's really, really good. Mm, yeah. Yeah, you guys know I come with the good British rappers. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, I got I got uh, my good selection. Speaking of uh, British rappers, uh, I think my man uh, Russ Millions is putting out a record soon. Oh, okay. I think he's putting out a record this month. I fuck with Boy Heavy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that song... Uh, what the fuck is that song called? It's like him. Uh, it's mad niggas on this song. Uh, Fabio foreign is Fabio. On it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like it's like Russ, Fabio, and like eight other niggas <laughs> on that shit. <laughs> that shit is hard as nails. Like me and List be like in the crib, like rapping that shit at each other. <laughs> yeah, it's so fucking good. I yeah, I, I peeped that um, the other day. Like, oh shit, my man Russ Millions, Brit, England man. You know, fuck y'all for colonialism, but yeah, that's, rappers that's not, don't. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not the rappers' fault, but yeah. yeah, shout shout out to England, man, y'all been doing it, yeah, for real. And if Arsenal wins the league, bro, I'm flying over to uh to London to go to the parade, y'all. Are you really? I swear to God, I don't Holy give a fuck shit. how broke I am. I'm finding a way to get to London for if Arsenal win the league. We, yeah. we gonna do a fucking GoFundMe. You know what I'm <laughs> we gonna raise we gonna raise the paper. We gonna fucking do it. For real. Um no, but uh yeah, both check out both of those artists. Um I'm definitely gonna be on that one. Like that yeah. that shit sounds dope. Um besides that, we can start wrapping up. Um we have uh we are serious rap shit on Instagram and Twitter. 
Um, you are John underscore Liberator on Instagram and Twitter. I am Indy underscore SRS on Instagram and Twitter. Follow us there. You can keep up with everything that's going on. Um, you can also find us. Uh, we have a Vivo channel. Uh, you go on to YouTube, put Serious Rap Shit Vivo, V-E-V-O, um, all one word. Um, and you will find our channel. Um, we have so much shit up there. There's stuff going up there all the time. Um, we have exclusive shit up there that's not anywhere else. The origin story of the podcast is up there. We have interviews up there that are only there. We have, you know, we have fucking producer lists, our favorite producers, our favorite records from the favorite rappers from the 80s, 90s, and the, the 2000s. Like, we have so much stuff up there. I mean, go check that shit out. There's so much stuff for you guys to enjoy. Um, make sure you like and subscribe. Uh, SeriousRapShit.com to get all the merchandise. And besides, and besides that, we'll be back next week. Peace. Peace. Me and my friend take his rap shit to you.